Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, welcome to episode number 51 of the Greatest Story Never Told podcast. Hope you're still out there. I uh, don't know uh, if we have an official, unofficial sponsor. Get out of here uh, uh, this up. week or not. But either way, if you'd like to be an unofficial sponsor of The Greatest Story Never Told, just please uh, uh, do us a favor and make a small donation to our three local Fisher houses here in the Pacific Northwest, and then you can be an unofficial sponsor of this incredible podcast. Now, uh, one of the things, if you've uh, made it this far, you know, is that uh, one thing that we seem to look forward to every year up until this year was the fact that uh, Steve and myself would always make it a point to find a place to get out of town for a weekend. Now, we've told you about uh, going to Vegas on a few occasions. Mm-hmm. Most of the time there, we are there for a work convention. That's a little I bit mean, different. sure. I mean, we go down there. It's we... no different. We go to, like, it's a radio convention. We go typically to one of the events, and the only reason we go to that one event mm-hmm. is because oftentimes somebody like Ryan Castle's involved sure, in it. Sure, So we're showing support. Otherwise, we sit at the bar and we drink all That's day. That's what we do. We, Come we, on. We've told you about going to Chicago, Illinois, just for the hell of it for a weekend. We had a buddy who was uh, living there, and he was having like a little birthday party, whatever the deal was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there, and we tore up Chicago. We have been to San Diego a few times. Man, and, man. Uh, I can always go back to San Diego. And had a really good time down there. Fortunately, my daughter lives there now. So, See, she uh, effed up the whole thing. No. She, yes, she did, because the things we do, and I know she's an adult, but it's still your child. They don't need to be around it. Sure. In spite of, I do remember, uh, this is years ago, right? So his daughter, both of his daughters are in college now. These are, these are grown-ass women. Uh, but when we first started working together, they were two and three or three and four years old. All right, so that's what I remember, and uh, the the place Miles is living, I am at that time dating the woman who is now my wife, and we went over like to watch football or something. But you're like painting the bathroom. Long story short, she always remembers this. She's like, I knew the two of you would work well together because I remember uh, Miles pokes his head out and says, "Hey, do me a favor, just keep your eye on the girls." She says, "Yeah, yeah, sure." She's like, "You guys went in the hot box in the bathroom for like thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah, just got stoned as hell." Right. That's where the uh, that's where the orange bong was. Yeah, that's when my daughter was like I don't know five or six years old or whatever. She went to uh, she went to an eye doctor because she was having a hard time seeing. Maybe a little bit later than that, but either way, uh, she goes to the eye doctor, and, uh, and and the guy's just going down the list of things because he's just trying to be funny. Like you know, do you drink? Do you smoke? And my daughter says no, but my dad does out of a big orange tube. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where else have we gone? We've uh, we've been to Denver, Colorado for the Great American Beer Festival. That's why we went down. Yeah, we went down there for a Men's Room Red at the time. was uh, an American craft brew before Elysian got bought by InBev. So they qualified. They won a number of uh, awards before this. Uh, and, but it, our beer actually did one. And I, yeah. I, as it worked out, a friend of ours who lives here in Seattle, uh, badass singer, her band happened to be playing just outside of Denver on the night we land. So we're like, you know what? We'll go check out her band. Sure. Why the hell not? How cool yeah. is that? It was a great weekend. We got really messed yeah. up. I mean, we drank beer. We basically walked around the convention center. Denver's kind of a, a different town. I don't know. Yeah, it just wasn't a my, lot going on. I don't know, put my finger on it exactly. But, uh, but, but you did see that uh, this year there were probably, I don't know, 20 awards handed out to uh, Seattle breweries and Washington breweries, the Great American Beer Festival. Really? So, Oh, yeah, man. They went down there and, uh, and mopped it up. So we went down there for that. Uh, San Diego, check. Chicago, Illinois, check. We've been Coast. to New Orleans. <sighs> Boy, New Orleans was uh, was a tough one. But today we're going to tell you about uh, leaving the continental United States 
as uh, we decided we were going to go to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Now, this was more kind of a uh, hair club's idea, or what do we call him, Captain Sauce now? Is Sauce, man. Sauce, Sauce Man. Sauce Man. <laughs> Sauce Man. <laughs> Sauce Man. He had, uh, he'd been there a few times. It was uh, interesting for us. We just wanted to go see Alaska. What the hell? You Especially know? when you're from the East Coast, the idea of going to Alaska or Hawaii is like the idea of going to Mars, right? It's just, it's not something that happens. And now we live in Seattle. We're like, hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get on a flight and see these places. Yeah. Man. Hair Club wants to go on a hike. No problem. We'll do that. Other than that, we know what no we're going to do. We know what we're doing. We're, we're going to go up there and get messed up. So I can't remember. We probably flew in on a Friday. Uh, I think, Steve, the, 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 the best salvo to the story is the fact that, uh, you know, as soon as we get there, they put the newspaper by your door. So in the morning, I opened the door to go down and get a cup of coffee, whatever. There's a newspaper there. And I looked down at the newspaper and pick it up. And it said, uh, we've told the story before, jogger attacked at Millennial or Centennial Park. I can't remember what the name of the park Third is. Third jogger this month attacked by bear in Centennial Park. And this is, uh, this is a grizzly bear, by the way. You know, a yeah, gri- yeah. Gri- grizzly bear. Right. Grizzly bear. So we just think to ourselves, well, we're not going to Centennial Park. To we're me, that was that easy. So, dude, let, let's mm-hmm. not go there. Yeah. Right. So we decide that uh, we're not going to go there. Uh, we're going to go downtown. We walk out the front door and right across the street in a big awning, a big grate, iron grate, entrance to the park is Centennial Park. We're like, that is where the bears come in. It is across the freaking street. Keep in mind, we're downtown. It's not like we stayed in the outskirts. Granted, Mm -hmm. it's Anchorage, but we're downtown and this grizzly bear that is eating people is literally across the street. It should be noted that we were cut off on that flight as far as drinking goes. (laughs) The woman was not uh, happy that we were on the plane. No, she was not. She was not not, uh, digging us at all. We did nothing wrong. She just really just didn't like us. I'm sure we did something wrong, but the way I revised my history, we didn't. No, we didn't do anything wrong. So (laughs) we get to, uh, so 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 we start walking downtown into downtown Anchorage, and we ended up going to a place called... Bernie's Bungalow. Yeah. That was the first place that we went, which was an indoor-outdoor bar. It had heaters on the outside. Keep in mind, this is like noon, all right? They just opened up. So they have this huge deck outside, blah, blah, blah. I think that was the first time that I had ever indulged in a beer tower. Yes. Which was amazing because they bring you the big tower of beer, set it out on your table, give you a couple glasses, and basically the waitress doesn't have to come back for a while. That you is, know what I mean? That's the primary idea. But she does come out and, and lets us know that if a moose happens to walk into the patio to just ignore it, stay calm, stay still, don't feed the moose, don't address it, don't walk up to it, it'll just wander around, and then it'll walk out. Now, this is a very interesting thing for a waitress to say to me, because I'm not used to this kind of stuff. Well, sure. So this was, uh, this was a little bit weird. Lo and behold, when you walk into the bar... There's pictures everywhere of this moose. In the bar, at the table. Right, it's this one moose. and it keeps, So it's not like random mooses... Roll in. It is this one moose. But that said, in spite of it being comfortable around people, just don't mess with it. And I'm looking at her like, you really think you need to tell me not to F with a wild animal? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm one step ahead of you. I don't care what it, it could be a penguin. Like, if it wants my beer, take my beer. Sure, sure. So we probably hang out there for a good three straight hours. Oh, easy. Just getting, just getting it on. Man, it was a nice sunny day. It was like 65 mm-hmm. degrees. It was beautiful to sit outside. Then we decide we're going to start wandering around a little bit. So uh, we start wandering around, and I don't know how this happened or what exactly happened, but we ended up in a wine bar in downtown Anchorage. I'll tell you how it happened, because we're there with the sauce man. Yeah, the sauce, the sauce man, man loves, loves, wine. He loves wine. He can act like he didn't know we were going to stumble into this place. If you know anything about this guy, he likes wine like we like beer. So there's one wine bar in the entire city, and we 
happened yeah. to end up in well, there. Well, we've been drinking beer for three hours, so it's time for him to get his. So we go in there, and uh, he looks at the uh, – and, and, and man, oh, man, Sauce Man, he uh, – he does know his wine. He is very particular about his wine. This is a guy that will meet up with his friends in Napa, celebrate birthdays, go down for a long weekend, uh, you know, get away. And, just to drink wine. And just to buy some stuff and bring it back, get on some lists as far as potential wines that they could buy, blah, 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 blah. That's what he does, right? Okay. So we walk in there, and he, whatever, whatever Sauce Man asks for, it's just, it's crap to him. And you, you could just hear him over there going, ah, ugh. And so... The sommelier, he decides to wax. Is that some, what we're going to call him? He decides, uh, whatever he is, he decides to wax some knowledge, all right, to Sauce Man. This is a mistake. Yes. And this, Sauce Man's looking at this bottle of wine like, this is shit. <laughs> all right. That's basically what he's looking at him. And I remember the line as I watched this man almost cry behind the bar. As Sauce Man looked at him and said, buddy, I re-gift better shit than this. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were like, oh, oh, man. Oh, oh. I shouldn't have worn a V-neck because so, I want to pull my shirt up so, over my face. This guy's about ready to cry. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we decide. Because <laughs> this dude didn't know what he's getting into. This would be like us. You don't know who Alex Trebek is, and then you're sitting next to a guy on a plane, and you're trying to convince him you're smart. Mm-hmm. That's what this guy's doing with Sauce Man, who does know his wine inside and out. But, yeah, he dropped that line. We were like, Bro, I'm all for crushing people, but damn. Yeah. I mean, this is brutal takedown. So yeah. we do a couple shots in there, have a couple beers. It's definitely time for us to check out and leave this place. This is not okay. <laughs> we go outside and smoke a cigarette. We uh, walk into a mall, decide that we're not putting these cigarettes out. So we walk through the middle of the mall smoking cigarettes. Now, to be fair. Like like complete ass. We were very <laughs> drunk when we walked into the mall. And when we were about halfway through, we realized we're still smoking. But at that point, I'm like, well, I mean, I want to butt out my cigarette, man, so you might as well just keep smoking. And we did. And yeah. it was a little weird, but and no one know, said anything. So, so then we're going to go. After that, we're gonna, now we're going to eat dinner. We haven't really eaten anything all day. We've been drinking all day. It's time to go get some food. Uh, one of the more classic old-school steakhouses in Anchorage is called the Paris. And we did not know this, but you learn it when you go there. One of the things that uh, Anchorage is actually incredible with is beef. That's because of the oil industry. So mm-hmm. many people from Texas would go up there. As far as when Alaska was being, you know, the frontier of the Alaska pipeline sure. and all those things, there are steakhouses like you can't believe, and they're great steakhouses. So we go to this place called the Paris, which is an older steakhouse. We go in and we sit at the bar. Now, the owner slash bartender of this place, he is wearing 1982 OP, which is Ocean Pacific, corduroy board shorts, which are as about as short as you could and ever And they were imagine. turquoise. They were turquoise. We sit down, and Steve loses his mind. <laughs> he cannot control the laughter when you see this pale-ass man with the white, white he legs. He looks goddamn ridiculous. I'm sorry. He's got OP shorts on, which, swear to God, we haven't seen these in like 30, 40 years. You know what I mean? This is like a blast from the past. And it's almost like a mushroom trip. Like, now I can't even eat because my jaw hurts from laughing. He's laughing his ass off. Sauce Man's getting pissed off because he thinks we're going to get thrown out of this place. Eventually, we do finish our meal. It was fantastic. Couldn't get Steve to stop laughing. He had to go outside for 10 minutes, just laugh his head off to walk back in. That's how effed <laughs> they, up They, they we kicked were. me out. That's how effed up. Sauce no Man. Way. No, no. Sauce Man's like, look, man, 
he's getting mad because he's starting to giggle too. You know, laughter gets contagious. He's like, I want to eat my food, but you're making me laugh. And he's like, I know that guy looks stupid, but you got to stop. So he's like, just go outside and get your laugh out, man. So uh, at this point in time, Sauce Man's had enough of our crap, right? He's like, I'm going to bed. The hell with you guys. Back to the hotel. You guys do your thing. So we determined that we're going to walk around, go to a couple of their bars. Now we end up in a sports bar called Humpy's. All right. All right. Humpy seems like a decent place. Mm-hmm. Steve and I sit down. I think we got some halibut bites or whatever the Something hell we got. Like They're that. fantastic. E- either way, uh, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the idea hits us. Hey, wouldn't it be a good idea if we could get some drugs? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's all. Like that, that's going to be the mission. We're in Anchorage. Who cares? Let's get some drugs. So we kind of ask around a little bit about some things. <laughs> Steve decides that he's going to take off. Well, no, I am told, I am told, hey, there is, and I, I don't remember the name of the bar, but like, look, <clears throat> if you're looking for drugs, this is the bar to go to and ask around. Surely somebody there can help you. I'm like, on it. No problem. Right. So he takes off. Now I'm at the bar. All right. I'm at the bar by myself, sitting there enjoying a delicious uh, Alaskan IPA. I'm watching a football game or whatever the hell's on. And then a, a, a man sits down beside me. He's a lumberjack-looking man. He has a big flannel coat shirt on. The combination of it's, you know, kind of got indoor, a, outdoor. Right. It's got a liner in it. It's a shirt, but it's a jacket. But he's it's a man's man. Yeah, he's a this man's man. This is a man. man's man. Big dude, big beard. You know what I mean? Like this is Alaska right here. You know, and uh, starts talking to me. Hey, man, where are you from? I'm from Seattle. Blah blah blah. Uh, oh, how long are you up here? I just up here for the weekend. A bunch of guys coming up and hanging out and stuff. Oh, how about what do you do? Talk, talking about that stuff and all that stuff. And he said, uh, well, uh, he said, what are you doing later? I said, nah, we're just gonna, I'm just going to drink, man, go back to the hotel. We're going to get up and go for a hike, blah, blah, blah. I keep going on. We're going to go to Flat Top Mountain, blah, blah, blah. He says, oh, okay. He says, well, what, what, are, you, what are you doing after this? Like, after this, after this, you want to you go and hang out? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, well, you want to go back to my place, you know, kind of hang out, you know? And I'm like, Hang out. He's like, yeah, you know, kind of me and you, just hang out. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. So I get the ideas. He's giving me a look like, hang out, hang out. I'm like, oh, God. This is, this is not what I was expecting. He excuses himself to go to the bathroom. I look up at the sheet. You know, like, you can see the drafts. They're on, like, a chalkboard and how yeah. much they cost. My draft beer was, like, six bucks, right? I pounded that IPA as fast as I could. Threw a 20 on the bar and walked out. <laughs> now, because I'm like, this guy, can he could kidnap me. You know what I mean? Like, right. You're not going to have a right, choice like, in this. He just might drag me out on my own. Because he was giving me a look there. And I was like, oh, my God. The guy's name was Roger. I'll never forget right. that. Right? So I blew out of there. In the meantime, what I don't realize is that Steve is getting chased out of a different bar. Right. So... Miles is going to the, keep in mind when we found each other, we're both like, where the F were you? Because we both could use backup. So I just ran to the hotel after, after Humpy's. I was like sprinting downtown because I have all these visions in my head. I don't know where Steve is. I know he could possibly have drugs. We said we we're going to be back at the hotel room. I think this guy might be after me. Also, now I find myself running past Centennial Park. Right. There's a bear that kills me. And it's night. <laughs> Well, the bar I went to, and I went to the bar that was recommended, and I, I'm trying to be subtle, and I ask around. Let's keep in mind, this bar also has an indoor-outdoor. The, the indoor part is kind of shaped like a shoebox. 
then the outdoor would be the other half of the shoebox, okay? So it's a long, narrow space. This just comes into it. So I'm inside, and I'm asking around, and at this time, people are starting to come into the bar, and uh, and I'm asking for some of the party favors we might be looking for, and then this bouncer comes up, and this is a large man. He's just like, hey, man, people are saying that, that you're asking about drugs, and I'm like, well, sh- yeah, I was just told, you know, like, this is the place. And I'm thinking he's going to give me some of the info. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's a real quiet conversation we're having in the corner. And he's like, yeah, well, we don't like that here. So now I don't I don't know if he's messing with me. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't, what do you mean, man? I'm like, I'm just, I'm asking. He's like, hey, man, you don't walk into this bar and ask for drugs. And I realize, oh, no. Like, this guy in particular has a real problem with this. And I wouldn't care, except he's like twice as tall and eight times as wide as I am. So... I realize I start drawing back, and we go back and forth a little bit, and I realize this guy's about to beat my ass. All right, so it's like f you, and I'm gonna leave. He physically starts chasing me. This dude's Whoa. now we're inside. He's starting again. It's a big dude, quick feet, but I figure I can outrun him. And part of me's like, you know what, man, you're a man. You should stand here and deal with it. But you're not a stupid man, so go ahead and run because <laughs> getting the hell out of there. But I have to run through the bar. He continues to chase me into the outdoor part of the bar, but in the outdoor part on the perimeter are all these tables. So there's a bunch of like college age kids there. They're starting to get their drink on, a few people in the middle, and I'm just hauling ass, and it's all chain link around it, right? And I have to get to the far end because that's where the chain link door is. Man, I am hauling, and this dude is on my tail yelling. So, you know, people don't know what to do. I get the hell out of there, you know, and he's on the other side of the fence, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, and I'm pissed. But I'm not so stupid that I'm going to keep talking smack to this particular guy, right? So same thing. Get back to the hotel. I have no drugs. Miles looks pissed off because he's like, I met this guy, Roger. I'm like, does Roger have drugs? Like, Roger wanted to suck my D. Like, what is happening it was weird. on this goddamn okay, trip? So then, we, so then we go to bed. The next day we're supposed to get up. We're supposed to take a hike, right? Okay? So... We uh, we get up, we take a hike, we hike Flat Top Mountain, which was, uh, which it was, was fine. a beautiful hike. The yeah. cloud came over us. It was nice. You could see all downtown Anchorage from this place. We get back down. We ended up going to the uh, to the bar real quick at the hotel. I start talking to this guy. He is getting hammered, hammered, this guy. And he's like, yeah, and he keeps looking at his watch. It's like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. He's like, I got to stop drinking at 8 or whatever it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? He's like, well, I'm a pilot. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know, I'm flying to China tomorrow at like one or whatever. So I got to stop drinking, right? Okay. So then we go to dinner. We go to this place called Captain Cook's Hotel. They have a really nice restaurant in there. Is that with the waterfront view? Yeah. Okay. We, we did yeah, all yeah. that. It was a very nice dinner. We, we were wiped out from hiking and all that stuff. Uh, later on, Steve goes, uh, I, I'm cashed out at this point. I'm hammered. I'm going to go to bed. Steve decides he's going to go to a strip club. Well, these are all the people at the hotel. It was a couple. And they were like, dude, because I said, ah, I'm still in it to drink. It's like for called a while. the Alaskan Bush Company. Yeah, I think or that's so, the something like that. But the, <laughs> it's like, yeah. But the guy, he was like, dude, you've got to go. It's a great time. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so like, I'm no, like, I'm, I'm not going. So I go up there, and it's a massive place. And, uh, you know, the strippers are fine. It is what it is. I'm just getting my drink on. And I'm kind of at this secluded table in the back because that's generally how you indicate I'm not here to spend a ton of money. Like, I'm more here to drink, right? Because I'm not up by the stage, blah, blah, blah. But the dancers still make the rounds because they're, you know, and this one chick kept coming back to me. She's like, hey, do you want a lap dance? And at first I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, man, that's cool. I appreciate it. Because she's working the room. There's no way it should matter what my answer is. Like five minutes later, she's back. Keep in mind, there's like 200 people in there. She keeps coming back to me. Would you like a lap dance? I'm like, no, I think I'm okay. Right? She comes back the third time. It's like, Jesus Christ, look, man, 
I honestly, I just want a drink. I'm enjoying watching you guys. Just leave me alone. She comes back the fourth time, and finally I'm like, because I think you're ugly, okay? Right? That's what I said. But I had to say something. Now, I didn't realize uh, what a big deal that was. She wasn't ugly, but that's just what I said. I wanted to say something for her to leave me alone. But I said it like I meant to. No big deal. No big deal. I keep drinking. I'm in there like another 45 minutes. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, right? I go outside to smoke a cigarette. Four or five other people out there smoking. And like everywhere in Alaska, the people that work the door are giant behemoths of men, all right? I finish my cigarette. I turn around. I'm going to walk back into the bar, and this massive paw lands on my chest. And the guy goes, hey, man, I was told not to let you back in. So I looked him right in the eye, and I said, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Can you call me a cat? Right. And so, he wanted to make it clear, I don't want to have to beat your ass. You don't seem like a bad guy. But if you try to step in there, I'm going to rip your limbs off of your body. And like, you could just tell that was the message he was giving. So I tend to be incredibly agreeable in that mm. moment. Just yeah. because you did what you had to do to get her to leave you yeah. alone? Yeah, but oh, like oh, anything, man, that to by the time it got to him, I'm sure she made it worse. Yeah. And again, my memory, this is through the filter of booze. So I may have been more vocal. Right. I do not believe that I was, but I know how I am. So it's very possible I said something much worse. You know, you're effing ugly. Who knows? I just remember my memory tells me I just said because you're ugly. Okay. Either way, she told the bouncer and uh, yeah, I was not permitted to so, step foot back. So in. we get up in the morning and uh, we, we have to go to the airport and we get down to the lobby and uh, the sauce man, he has this horrible look on his face. Oh, God. He has this look on his face like... Like and his, he's a little late to Like his dog died. Keep in mind, he is a punctual man. We, we don't understand what's going on. He looks sad. He looks upset. <laughs> I don't know the size of the <laughs> that he took in the hotel room that morning. <laughs> but he either could not get it to flush or He said he stuck. couldn't get it to flush. It was so big. But then all the water started. So bad, right? <laughs> so he runs back upstairs and like leaves a 50 on the toilet or something yeah. like that. I can't remember. He felt that bad. <laughs> Because he said he kept trying to flush it. There's towels all over the floor covered in <laughs> s***. I mean, the whole thing is just the, the room is so thick you can't even walk into it. It was so heavy. It was just so bad. Right? He felt so bad for the So then we get to the airport, and, of course, the only place to eat is Chili's to go. So we sit in there. I start making fun of some guys with some high-powered rifles and camo on. Like, ooh, I can't see you. you right. Typical me. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't mean to sit on top of you on this bar stool. Didn't know you were there. You know, that kind of crap, right? Immediately I get cut off. I haven't even ordered food yet. I haven't even ordered a drink yet. I get cut off on this damn deal immediately. Honestly, immediately. the waitress, she walks up. Can I get your orders? And she looks at Miles and goes, you are cut off. We, we have not spoken to you. We said what well, we wanted. Right. I get cut off immediately. Anyway, lo and behold, we finally get back to Seattle after this flight, and then, uh, uh, it's, I don't know, maybe three or four years go by, okay? And I am sitting in the office at our old, uh, at our old st uh, studio, and I'm watching video. There is, there's been a plane crash in China. You'll never guess who the pilot was. Now, the reason I know, okay, the reason I know, it, 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 it took off from Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> On its way to China. Right. All right. Now, the story, the story says Captain Leslie something rather. Right. Now, the reason that I know this is because when I introduced myself to the guy at the bar, he said, my name is Leslie. Right. I thought that was strange. That's the name of my wife. You don't meet a lot of guys named Leslie. Sure. 
So I definitively knew. The drunk pilot. The drunk pilot was the guy. I mean, it was insane. I was like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's amazing. Uh, hey, there's the greatest story uh, never told podcast, episode number 51. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man. A double flush production.